Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. However, before diving into this episode of The Deep End with Ed, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. Again, this is something that you can do for others. I want you to be like the three pastors who went on a retreat. And let me tell you a little bit about what happened. They went on this retreat. They didn't have enough money to, uh, you know, pay for additional rooms. So they ended up staying in the room together. And as they stayed in the room together, they decided to tell their inside trade secrets. So one of the uh, pastors says, well, what do you like to do? One guy said, well, I like to gamble. You like to hear the machines go ching, ching and, you know, put a little extra money in the uh, collection plate. The second pastor, they asked him, they said, what do you like to do? He said, well, I like to drink. I like to, you know, get my head tight and right, you know, before I step into the pulpit. So then they were waiting for the third guy. And they said, well, what do you like to do? And he said, well, 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 well. And they had to cajole. They had to pull teeth. They had to just beg and borrow for him to finally tell him what he likes to do. He says, well, I like to gossip. And I can't wait to get out here and to tell everything else about what you guys like to do. Now, while that's a little bit of a humorous story, I just want to say that I want you to be like that pastor and go out and just tell everybody about what's going on. And so uh, today we want to talk about the holy hush. I want to encourage someone to really speak truth about human sex trafficking, even from the pulpit. On our last episode, we focused on what you can do to help prevent human sex trafficking. As I said earlier, again, I want to talk about the holy hush or why we don't like to talk about human sex trafficking. Again, my emphasis for this season, season eight, is human sex trafficking. That is, the information that will be shared on these episodes are applicable to other forms of human sex trafficking, including labor. And the words holy hush, when, when you hear me say that, I'm referring to the suppression of, so to speak, a serious issue within the faith community, uh, which among them is domestic violence and human sex trafficking. And what I find, uh, what I found as a, as a member of the faith community and member of the clergy is that the crux of the problem is this, that members uh, will rely on the clergy leaders for guidance. And they confide in us and they trust in us and the advice that we'll give, receive uh, by them, they believe that it's something that will really work for them. And for them, you know, uh, this line of communication may be the only viable outlet for voicing their personal problems. However, here's what happens with some of us members of the clergy. We have zero nada training when it comes to handling these two tough issues, domestic violence or human sex trafficking. So what it does, it causes the clergy and some advice to give superficial at best advice and in some cases just downright dangerous advice. So the end result is that victims are sometimes discouraged from coming forward to tell their stories for fear of either ruffling some feathers or making things worse. So however, today's episode is not about domestic violence. I want to talk to some, talk to you about something that is akin or related to it. Again, the heavy subject of human sex trafficking. So why am I calling this the holy hush? Because human sex trafficking is like a taboo subject. It's something that is either not to be talked about or simply isn't talked about. 
So let's jump into the deep end on this episode. I want to encourage you to use whatever platform you might have to talk about human sex trafficking. You know, as a member of the faith community, specifically as a pastor, when I am when I ask other members of the clergy about the frequency, their frequency of talking about human sex trafficking from the pulpits, they reg- regrettably admit that it's rarely, if or not at all. So, so lest we get this twisted, this episode is not about putting down or throwing shade on members of the clergy. Let me be really clear about that. What my aim, my goal is, it is intended to encourage them to use their voices, to use their positions of influence, and use their platforms to forewarn others about this insidious activity that is both destroying and killing young people and women in particular. Stated another way, life is hard by the yard, but it's a cinch by the inch. So let's simply start by getting educated about human sex trafficking and then begin to publicly speak about it. Now before I go any further, because I'm, I'm always moving real fast, I want to begin, I want to apologize to you because on episode three, Uh, the last episode, I mentioned the wrong website for the National Human Sex Trafficking Hotline. Now, let me tell you, it's a long one, but here's the correct website. The website address is www.humantraffickinghotline, all one word, dot org. Let me say that again, www.humantraffickinghotline, dot org, www.humantraffickinghotline.org. And on it uh, is a national human trafficking referral directory where you can get, again, a plethora of information, a bunch of information, vital information about organizations that are helping to fight against human sex trafficking. Uh, You can learn about various programs. You can learn about emergency, transitional, and even long-term services for victims and survivors of human trafficking. So that website, again, is www.humantrafficking.com hotline.org. Now in this episode, again, I want to give you my five, I'm sorry, my three reasons for the holy hush with some of us members of the clergy as to why we don't talk about human sex trafficking. And as always, please know, I want to be really clear. I'm not an expert. I'm not a guru. I'm not a fixer. I don't have the answer really to anything. I'm simply human. And I am using my gifts to talk about tough issues while offering perhaps a ray of hope. So here's my three reasons for the holy hush about human sex trafficking. They are in no order of importance, nor is my list meant to be exhaustive. So let me just say first, the number one for me is uh, serious. It's a serious subject. And as one who weekly researches and prepares sermons and homilies or religious messages, uh, I, I normally and most members of the clergy want to provide their listeners with an uplifting or an inspiring message. And unfortunately, I had to tell you, human sex trafficking does not usually lift up or inspire people. So some members or leaders in the faith community, they purposely stay away from it because it might not draw the members to a ministry or some faith leaders just simply choose not to talk about human sex trafficking. Hence, I call this the holy hush. 
So again, there, there is, it's, it's a heavy subject. It's something that, oh man, I don't know if people really want to hear about that. I don't know how people will feel. Will they feel, you know, discouraged? Will they feel more weighted uh, when they hear about it? I, I believe in that old adage, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. So I, I'm, I'm pushing to say, I think that you ought to speak up about it. Another one is that it's a silent subject. You know, there is a saying that, I often quote it goes something like this, the truth that everybody knows, but nobody speaks. And to me, human sex trafficking is treated like an invisible crime, translated as long as I don't see it or hear about it in my faith organization, I don't need to, to talk about it. Well, let me just say this. Here's a spoiler alert for you. It's happening in the faith community. Just like domestic violence, shopping addictions, lusting, you have people that come in with a host of things that you cannot see in your faith organizations, or you may not think that it's not happening, but I just wanted to let you know, un unhealthy things like domestic violence, shopping addictions, any other type of addictions, lusting things that we may not be able to see with the naked eye, they are happening in our faith communities. They are taking place. So as faith leaders, our silence to me can be tantamount or to, to complicity. In other words, translated, our silence is like being involved in or knowing about a crime, in this case, human sex trafficking, which is a crime, knowing that something is wrong, but we, we, we just choose not to say anything about it. Leaders, we don't need to look far to see human sex trafficking all around us. Open your doors, walk or drive through various communities to see what's really going on. According to the Guardian Group, uh, the Guardian Group is an organization that captures statistics on human sex trafficking. The average age of entry into the sex trade is 15, with one in six being under the age of 12 years old. Let me hear, I want you to hear that one more time. The average entry into the human sex trade is only 15 years old with one in six being under the age of 12 years old. So that's why, again, I said in, on an earlier episode, when you drive down various communities, wherever you may be, whatever part, the East Coast, the West Coast, the United States, or around the world, when you, if you, get, if you ever get close enough to see the young ladies, I'm speaking of the girls in particular that are out there, they're really aged. They're dressed. Their bodies may be built like an advanced woman but they're really young individuals. So again, that was according to the Guardian Group, and the Guardian Group's website is www.guardiangroup.org. So these are, and by the way, these are United States statistics. I'm not talking about statistics from another country or another world. I'm talking about in the United States. So I want to urge you to stop being silent about human sex trafficking. And then the third and final reason, I think, for the holy hush is that it is a shameful subject. Now, personally, I've had several people uh, connected to the faith community tell me about their shame that they've carried uh, regarding a family or a friend uh, who, family member or friend who were victims of human sex trafficking. Some still have uh, individuals that still uh, connected in human sex trafficking and others have those who have uh, fortunately come out of it. And as I said on the opening of this episode, some individuals have turned to their faith leaders only to be told some of the following. They've been told to, you simply got to pray about it. 
Let's just pray about it. And let me just say, I am a powerful proponent, supporter, advocator of prayer. But, but there are some things that, you know, we have to move even beyond prayer. Or they're told, you know, they're asked, where is your faith in this situation? Or someone may be uh, saying to someone, you know, was the victim asking for it based on the way, in this case, she was dressed? Or simply told, hey, shh, don't, don't, don't talk about that. Don't ask me about that. And I was just kind of a little bit surprised and stunned. And then when I thought about it after a little while and I picked my face off the ground, I said, I, 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 I get it. I get it. Not that I condone it, but I get it. Because, again, many of us are not trained in that area, so we'd rather not talk about it. And in some regards, while these may be well-intended or these may be faith leaders go to, this is my playbook, go to, Pat answers, faith leaders should, should never lightly brush off persons concerns or thoughts or feelings that they're going through. Personally, I always try to put myself in another person's shoes to see how they view things. So lastly, under the banner of shame, I hate to say this, but all you have to do is Google it and you'll, you'll find some of these stories that some of the faith leaders uh, in the faith communities have gotten caught up as customers in the human sex trafficking. And unfortunately, when this happens, it just exacerbates, it just kind of increases the shame for faith leaders, as well as their members and those others who may turn to them for advice and or counseling. So I like to live by the mantra shared by a good friend of mine, Walter Davis. Walter Davis once said this in a conversation that he he and I were having, and I don't know, I don't even know if he knows how well this has resonated with me. This was several years ago, and I've been using it ever since. And he said something along the line that what gets revealed gets healed. And when I heard that, I'm like, wow, we have a lot of shame. We have a lot of shame in our personal lives, in our professional lives, in our religious lives, in our health lives, in our financial lives. And there are things that we just don't talk about it. So we try to suppress it, push it down with the intent that it will go away. And then at a certain point, it comes up again. And so I just want to say, even as it relates to human sex trafficking, someone on the other side of this microphone might have a loved one who's caught up in the human sex trafficking. Uh, exploitation situation or you may have someone who has come out of it and gone back in and come back out don't feel shame don't be shameful about it because your message your story your testimony your words can make a difference in translating and transforming someone's life so I just want to say let's get real about human sex trafficking so real healing can actually take place so as I get ready to land the plane let me give you a coachable moment. Again, this is something that you do for yourself. I want you to check out Shared Hope International's sex trafficking training to learn about the various resources and how you can become part of the solution. Their website is www.sharedhope.org. www.sharedhope.org org www.sharedhope.org to learn more about uh, what's happening in this insidious, sad, you know, epidemic that's taking place across the world. And then also remember, you can call 911 if you happen to see an incident occurring uh, with someone that's happening, or you can call the National Human Sex Trafficking Hotline, and that's at 888-373-7888, 888-373-7888.
or you can text the word INFO, I-N-F-O, to the number 233733, INFO to 233733. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep End With Ed. The Deep End With Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.